Mrs. Moxie, you're wanted in the studio, please. I'll be right there, darling. Yes, Queen Girl, Queen, dip it like a Dairy Queen. Put your inhibitions in a big U-Haul. Goodwill, Gucci, wear my Chattahoochee's out in the country, honey, y'all means all. Y'all means all. And welcome to Out in the Open with Mrs. Moxie. Here is your host, Northfield's very own drag queen, Mrs. Moxie. Hi, y'all. How are y'all doing? Hope you're having a great day today. Um, today we have a fun-filled episode full of drag. Rich, do you know anything about drag? I know. What You know what I know about drag? I'm your friend. That's what I know about drag. <laughs> Perfect. So you're going to learn a lot. I've been to a couple of like drag brunch things, yeah. and I've you know seen you do your thing. Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay. Well... First of all, thank you for having me on the radio again, and well, I can't wait for you to meet my guest. I can't believe you came back. This is this is this is very exciting. We're gonna. Keep well, you didn't this. lock the door today, so that was a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> the door was wide open. <laughs> I just snuck right in. Um, so today we are actually going to talk to two of my very very close friends and drag family. Uh, we have my sister from another Mister. We have Lexi D. And we also have my brother from another mother. We have Izzy Stunnen. Um, both are uh, rural drag queen, drag performers, because we have a king. Izzy is a king, and Lexi is a queen. Um, they both perform rural with the drag family that we all work together. Really? Um, so yeah, we're going to talk to them a little bit about their history with the art form of drag. Can I? Ask you, I mean, is there a whole like company? Drag company that you guys do? like, like, like you know, like a company of actors, yeah, a company of performers. Remember, we have, um, oh my god, what do we call it? Um, a gaggle. We have a gaggle. Uh, that's of, right, a gaggle of drags. We have a gaggle <laughs> of drags. Um, so there is, um, let's see, we have three kings technically. Okay. If I look at it, um, and then there's three queens. Okay. Okay. And right. our our guests without their microphones yeah. are nodding. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, correct me if I'm wrong, you guys. Um, so anyways, there's six of us. And then we have others that come in and out throughout um, a lot of our shows. We have some that have moved away. We have some mm-hmm. that have changed career path, done more things. There, there's pe- In our group, we all have our own careers outside of drag. Awesome. So that's another thing we're going to tackle is talk yeah. about how we are in the communities with normal everyday lives. Right. But this is our escape. This is our art form. Yeah. This is what gets us excited about life and everything. So. Awesome. Awesome. Um, last week, we uh, I, I told you that uh, uh, you, uh, last week, last month, <laughs> <laughs> you told me that, or I, we talked about the fact that you keep sending me all this really good music. Yes. That, that I just mm-hmm. love. And you, you sent me, you've got another uh, really cool song up that that actually is is uh apropos to the uh, to the topic yes. yes so with the show like we said in previous shows um that we're i'm gonna feature songs that have to do with the topics that we're gonna be discussing in each episode and today our opening song is by chris hausman who um came out when he was eight i think it was 18 yes 18 he came out and he has some really cool country roots music Mm -hmm. and recently with the politics that are going on in our country and actually probably throughout the world i would categorize that as because um drag performers and drag artists in general have been targeted this past year or so and he came out with a song called drag queen talking about what it is and 
how it's portrayed and everything. And it's a really cool song. I also have many more that I've shared with you from oh, him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you, you ch- this is the, the second or third Chris Hausman song you've yes. seen. Yes. Yeah. And he, yeah, he's just, he's an amazing artist. If you haven't heard him, you need to go listen to him. And I think, without further ado, I think we just really need to play the song sure. for them because it's a drag show. We got a lot of glitter and a lot of rhinestones <laughs> to talk about and heels and how to how to apply facial hair. I mean, the list goes on. So without further ado, this is Drag Queen by Chris Hausman. He's teacher of the year and royalty as well Cause every now and then Michael becomes Michelle A little red wine to wind down his day With a lot of our shadow But he never throws shade He reaps what he sows and sows his own dresses The wig glue of the family always cleaning up messes Puts on a face and one hell of a show Everybody around here knows she's a drag queen, but she ain't no drag. Lace up front with a pony in the back. People try and knock her down all the time, but in her high heels, she's still six foot five. Funny than most But thinking she's a danger Is one hell of a joke She's a drag queen But she ain't no drag Lace up front With a pony in the back People try And knock her down all the time But in her high heels She's still six foot five She'll be sitting pretty while she's sipping a drink She's a drag queen but she ain't no drag Lace up front with a pony in the back People try and knock her down all the time But in her high heels she's still six foot five She wouldn't hurt a solar killer fly But she murders on the stage every Saturday night That was Chris Hausman with a song called Drag Queen, which is good. Good for that's a, it's a good song for this show. It's a, done. It is. A, <laughs> show's over. We're done. <laughs> okay. See ya. Um, yes, I really like him. And actually, one of my favorite songs that I sent you was Bible Belt. Yes. That is probably yes. one of my all-time favorite songs by that's, him. That's, I'm, a, I'm a big blue neck guy. 
Yeah, well, Blue the, Neck the, is yeah, another one yeah, of his, that, one of my favorites. Um, so if you haven't heard of Chris Hausman, please go out and check him out. He has just really cool, soulful sound, but it also is very a love letter yeah. to the queer community yeah. in a more conservative setting. So it's an awesome, awesome artist. Um, I chose it because obviously I am a drag queen. <laughs> you are. Shocker. <laughs> this little chapstick over here, I tell you. Um, so when we pick songs, I when you approached me and told me about a yeah. drag show that you wanted, you want yeah. to do a whole episode on drag. Do a, do a I was like, drag. well, here we go. Okay. Found it. This is our song. Um, and with drag, it's not just about the queens. It's about the non-binary. It's about the kings. It's about anybody who wants to identify and be self-expression and feel free and comfortable in their own skin. And I think that is one thing that society almost fears or doesn't understand. It's there's a lot of that out there. There is. And I think the more out in the open we are, right, right. (laughs) Pun intended. Right. um, You know, I think the more comfortable people will get because i think the problem is i said this this morning to another friend of mine is with being uncomfortable the longer you're in that uncomfortable stage the more comfortable you will become right right i'm gonna i'm gonna get a little bit confessional on your show if you don't mind Um, yeah yeah and you're uh, the producer (laughs) (laughs) well no i i i have to tell you uh, at the risk of alienating everybody in this room there was a day when I I was very uncomfortable being around uh, people in drag. I mm-hmm. was I, I was uh, when I was in college. So this is like, you know, eighty nine years ago. Um, my 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 best friend was gay, mm-hmm. and uh, he took me to the the gay nineties in uh, in in uh, downtown mm-hmm. Minneapolis, and we're having a great time. He's like, let's go see the drag show. Okay, cool. Let's go see the drag show. I'm just I'm just soaking up the whole thing. I'm like I'm all about this. Right, this is great. And we go and we sit down in the drag show and, and uh, 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 this lady comes out and she's, uh, um, she's, she's doing Where the Boys Are by, by Connie Selica, right? Okay. right? right? And she starts, she starts walking out into the audience and she's, um, you know, she's, she's stroking people's faces. And, and I like broke out in a cold sweat. I, I don't have any explanation for it at all. Right. But it, it just made me super uncomfortable. And I just kind of decided at that point, okay, well, I guess I'm just not going to be a drag fan. And that was the end of it. And, uh, I sat on that for 15 years maybe. And, 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 you know, I, it's, it's, uh, it's about exposing yourself a little bit, uh, opening yourself up to, uh, to different ideas. Um, I'm ashamed now of, of, of the way I used to think about drag it's a beautiful art form and it's super fun. It's super fun. Absolutely. And, and, uh, and there's a range too, a range in art form. Okay. Like you have ones that are very geared towards children, youth. Yeah. You have ones that are more of a nightclub, probably where you were at at the gay nineties. You know, you have us doing a theater show where it's more of a play. And I think what it comes down to is for, you is you weren't ready to be touched if you think about that like yeah. seeing that i bet you that's what made probably, it uncomfortable probably i i I, I, I 
to this day, I can't explain it. The only reason why I pinpoint that is actually because at one of our shows, I don't know if I've ever shared it with our guests that are going to come on in a minute, but I remember having an audience member almost turn bright red yeah. the moment I walk up to them. Yeah. Because I was in their personal space. Right. But that's part of the experience right. is getting close and having that connection with the audience to make them, you know, forget about their worries, forget about what's going on outside of that little space. And I don't think people are who haven't experienced a drag show are not ready for that. But once they get there and they start to really see everything yeah. and yeah. feel it. Now, like you said, you've changed. Your <laughs> your ideas have really opened. Yes. Completely. So, yeah. Yes. And like I say, I apologize to, to the entire drag community <laughs> for anything I might have thought that I thought was weird because I was wrong. I, and it's, and I, I, I have not just grown to like, you know, accept whatever. I love this. Mm-hmm. I, I can't wait for your, uh, your, 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 uh, your, uh, nights at imminent every month. Yep. And I, I, I'm not going to be in town, but I can't, I, I, I know, I, I know you're gonna, you're, <laughs> you're okay. your, your Christmas show is going to be fantastic. It is going to be fantastic. And I just, I'm, I'm, I, I, I love doing this show. I love mm-hmm. it. Yeah, anyway. Well, you know, we keep almost not talking to our guests and I yeah. feel like we need to introduce them. Well, it's not about me. So let's talk to them. Right. right. I think we should bring out our guests right now. So um, let me bring out my sister, Lexi D. Hello, everybody. And let me bring out my I say brother, but really, you're more like a nephew. <laughs> you're more of a nephew. Um, this is Izzy Stunnin. Hello. Our drag king. Izzy, we're going to need you to be much more I'm up so on that sorry. mic. No, I, we, get, I didn't want to pull the cord, go. and then oh, there was yeah, an no, adjustment. There's, there's so much of it. <laughs> Technicals. Technicals. Get yeah. in it. Um, I'm learning. So, obviously, we introduce you. How did you get your stage name? Because that is part of the drag persona, is coming up with a character... I call it a character. Some people don't think of it as characterization or anything like that, but I think of it as what kind of image, what kind of persona do you want for your drag? So let's start with Izzy. Oh, I was going to say ladies first. Um, <laughs> so I went through, no. as as you two know, but you know, I'm not a super famous, cool drag person like Mrs. Moxie is. Uh, but when I started... It's facts. When I started, the the reason I started drag was uh, where we live in Fergus Falls. Uh, another mutual friend of ours had come up and said, I want to do this thing in our community and we want to show variety. I don't want it to just be drag queens because I know that there's all these other alternative ways to go about it. And I said, yep. And I thought there were going to be more uh, kings present. And then it ended up just being two of us, which was totally, no wrong that that show had we had an extra guest that was a drag king but anywho um so when i started that i i thought it was going to be a one time like i'm just going to do this to help show this community because i'm not from fergus i'm from i say the cities because i lived everywhere all over any suburb really um so I just wanted to help this community get more into drag because being from the cities, like that was in my face all the, not in my face, but like more open, much more aware of it. Um, so I was just going to do it one time. And so my name at the time that I chose was just based off of my favorite hot beverage, which was a hottie toddy. 
Um, and hottie, toddy, I like to say persona. As you say character, I go with persona. Okay, I like that. Because um, I do have a little drama kid background. So my character persona at that time um, was very... Like I imagined myself like growing to like six foot eight and I was really buff and tan <laughs> and and I thought like I would just woo all the ladies. I've had the same dreams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. we all have in um, this room. <laughs> um, so there was and then my makeup. Oh, my gosh. I think the first show we did, my um, husband was like, you look like a, a Russian like mafia person or something it's pretty aggressive like a russian magician <laughs> so it's just all black like thick beard thick eyebrows i didn't know what contouring was um and then just super pale a uh, little vampire-esque um <laughs> but it was magic but it was magical it was magical um and then that was not the only time that ended up being seven years Six, seven years now that we've all been yeah, a family, a family and doing shows um, all over rural areas. So. Well, and backstory is I didn't come in until later because you two have been working from you the get go. You came in on our second, third, 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 third show, third, third show. I thought no. you were at the spot. No, I never have been at the spot. Okay. All right. All right. Sidetrack. Anyways. Um, yeah. You came in. I mean, you were early enough. It's not yeah. like we had been doing it for forever. We had done two shows previously, I think. Yeah. Something before like you popped in so i mean and and it was funny because um dom our mutual friend was like well i just want people to know what it's like to be professionals and i remember us always saying like i'm not a professional and we were nowhere talking, near professional what you're talking what? about um so anyways as i developed that more and more i realized i'm not a six foot eight um golden bronze statue got a you know of a man and so, how did you get to izzy then so with Izzy, I like to do more kind of camp, um, camp drag, if you will. I, I like to be very boisterous and I like to work with my facial expressions and um, be, be sultry in a way, but I also know that that's just not really my vibe. So I'm kind of developing my current persona, Izzy Stunnin, I think is a more fluid name, so I can be more feminine, more masculine, wherever in between with that. Um, and I like to think of Izzy as kind of um, a persona of like when you, when not that we all feel this way all the time, but like when you're really just feeling yourself, and you're like, dang, I look freaking good today. Or like, <laughs> I'm feeling great. Like I got my backstage. veggies in and I didn't drink coffee until 5 p.m. And I went and I worked out or I yeah. took a walk or something like that. Like that's what I try and bring to that persona now of just the uber confidence vibe. And I think a lot of my songs kind of cho choices reflect that a little mm -hmm. bit. It's I love to perform ash nico songs uh really awesome kind of alternative performer if you will um very like empowering whether it be for men or women i i want i just want people to feel more confident in life and that's what drag does for me um so yeah that's kind of how i went that way and style wise it's like a like a Victorian dandy and a gangster had a baby. <laughs> With a titch of Elton John. With a little was, bit of I like Elton John flair in there, yeah. yeah. I'm starting to like sequins more. I still hate glitter, but that's because I'm allergic to it. So um, sequins yeah. I can get behind. 
How are you in this family? Yeah, I no know, kidding. I'm just saying. Um, Every time we hang out, I'm itchy. There's so <laughs> I <laughs> hives everywhere. Um, constantly. So that is who Izzy is and everything. But yeah. my other question is, like we said earlier, was we all have day jobs. Like, yep. What is your day to day life like? So um, c- my current job status is office support staff. I work for Ottertail County. In, in Minnesota here, up in Fergus Falls, I scan paperwork in. It's the best job ever. However, I've, j- I've recently started this job. I've barely made it to a year here. Mm-hmm. Last September, I took um, what I consider in my life a four-month sabbatical, where I told my husband he had to be my sugar daddy, and I wasn't going to work, and I need to work on some like interpersonal stuff. Um, and I had left... Uh, I worked in the mental health industry for seven years prior to that. So um, I made some choices and changes with that. And that and was very passionate. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was very passionate about that. And I still am. I tend to still find myself trying to educate people on mental health or like I'll shove like coping skills their way or something. Like, have you tried this though? Like for your anxiety? Um, but yeah, I, I kept taking all that stuff home, which is what my issue was. So that's yeah. why I had to I had to move away from that because I couldn't separate work and home. Um, and that's part of the stuff I worked on in therapy for four months, which is awesome. Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. So, um, <laughs> well, thank you for being yeah. here. But yeah, that's awesome. Thank you I'm for giving us a little worker. bit backstory on you. Just a little bit, a little tish. Yep. Should we go to mom over there? Probably. All right. My everybody, sister, Lexi D. Everybody knows mom already. Yeah. I call Lexi mom. Yeah. She's sister the entire, to me. Yeah. The entire cast calls me mom. Uh, no, for, I call you except sis. Except for Moxie. Well, it, it's, oh, yes, it's sis. True. It's, it's sis. sis. Yeah. It's true. a weird sister. family dynamic. There's really not specific so, roles. There's really not. But I will <laughs> say it, it's always been Lexi and me since I came in, I guess. I, correct me if I'm wrong. You were mom and I've always been auntie. Very true. Yep. Very true. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's what we do. Lex, tell us your story, how you came up with Lexi, and kind of give us a background of who so, Lexi is. Lexi's character, if you will, and or name kind of came up. Um, I was at a drag show with some other friends up in Fargo, and we'd stayed the night. And I was sitting in the um, parking lot because I'm ready to go because I want to go home and take a nap because that's what I do. I got to get back to Shady Pines. Shady Pines. I got to get back to Shady Pines. It's time to get back to the home. She's tired. <laughs> She's so tired. And why I picked this particular vehicle that was out in the parking lot, but it was it was a Lexus. And I'm like, what a cool name! Like, and I just kind of envisioned, you know, the big curls and the big wigs, and I'm like. Let's shorten that, though. And what if I just go to Lexi? And so where'd the D come from? So the Lexi D, um, I took the D from my mom's um, maiden name and just kind of shortened that up. Okay. I'm a huge Golden Girls fan. So, of course, I was going to be, you know, Blanche and I was going to be Lexi Devereaux. Ooh. Okay. Yes. So I was like, oh, but then that's kind of too much to say at a show. That's a lot. It's a lot. So let's shorten it, right? So that's kind of how that came about. Had you done any drag before? So I did. Um, before I, our shows, you did. I, before you came up with Lexi. I did drag, yes. Okay. Um, so I worked at a local pub in Fergus. I was there for um, almost 18 years. 
um, as a bartender. Um, I helped manage the, oh. re- the restaurant as well. Sister, I'm a recovering bartender. I, I feel you. Yeah. Recovering yeah. bartenders <laughs> unite. <laughs> we did karaoke's, and so Halloween time was our big time to do, um, or was my Your idea of doing time. these shows. Like, I could get away with that. I'm not going to get judged for that. Um, people, you know, are going to keep their comments to themselves. I mean, there are those people that shared their thoughts and feelings with mm-hmm. me, and which is fantastic because you're very much so um, entitled. You're entitled to that. You can have your thoughts and but, opinions. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. But you know, don't rip me down because I'm going to fight back. But anyway, but you had a pretty big following for your Halloween. I did. Birth. You had I a did. huge following. I did. The first time I did it, I mean, it was super nerve-wracking for sure. But then, so that kind of wasn't necessarily a show. Like, I didn't lip-sync. Like, we just kind of threw this big Halloween party. Um, What that was was the costume changes. Everybody was about the costume changes. Because it wasn't that I went to this specific place and, and just stayed in one outfit or even did two. So I think the first time I did it, I think it was a total of four outfits that I started and then each year that I did it a new outfit was added so by the time I got to the point when I stopped doing those I was up to like nine outfits nine Izzy said 18 this morning (laughs) I said eight to ten okay (laughs) maybe and maybe I finally did get up to the ten because I know it would like literally be I would come down do a little bit run back up change come back down do a little bit throw some door prizes out you know, encourage people to sing a song, do a little dance, shake a little tail feather on the dance floor, <laughs> run back and do a change, come back down. Okay, so that's you... what it, that's what it was. It was, it was, the, and wow. it was a lot of fun just to watch everybody. It sounds exhausting. It sounds I was so tired. <laughs> now you guys know why I take naps all the time. <laughs> what she's not adding though, um, that Lexi doesn't give herself enough credit for is she actually has a great singing voice and she used to does. run karaoke. Mm-hmm. And I do recall times where maybe you actually sang instead of lip synced at these yep. shows. I, there may or may not have been a time that I actually sang a song. Yeah, yes, maybe not so much yeah. now, but you, you used to because that's how I fell in love with you. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I knew we were soulmates. So that's Lexi. Now, true. what's her style? Because Izzy told us a little bit about his style. Let's hear what. What is Lexi like? Victorian gangster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to add that in now. I think yeah. I really like that. I think yeah. you should. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, her style is she's very rhinestoney. She's very shiny and Broadwayish and. Like, I'm a big star. I always feel like you borderline on the edge of, like, Bette Midler and Cher had a baby. Like, style-wise. Like, you always had the sequence. You always have the gowns. You have the big hair. You, I mean, that's kind of what I think when I think Lexi. Or the other thing that everybody knows you for, your legs. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Legs. What? Are we talking about my legs? Yes. <laughs> More happened? legs than a bucket of chicken. Holla. I would say yes. like early 2000s, like club share. I know share still loves club songs, but that's what I, when I first saw you, I was thinking like, like not, if a 90s club kid and like share yeah. had a baby, because there is a lot mm-hmm. of rhinestones and whatnot. But she also has this really great wig that's got like dreadlocks in it. The Yo, rainbow one the that Lexi everybody wig, loves. I call it. Yeah. If you were at Northfield Pride, she was actually wearing that wig. Yep. Yep. That's a a favorite. She's an oldie but a goodie. She is. I can't. She's never going to get retired. No. 
That one's going to be with me forever. So considering you're all glitz and glams and everything, now tell me about day job. Like, what do you do in day-to-day life when you're not? So day-to-day, I currently work for uh, for a bank um, in Fergus. Um, I'm a uh, retail relationship banker. Um, I actually just got kind of promoted into this new position. Otherwise, I was up in the teller line, kind of did a lot of the operations things okay. um, at the bank. So you need a loan. Give me a call. Yeah. I can hook that up. You know, the, what's, what's, oh, sorry, you go. I was going to say, can you though? Like I have really bad credit. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's really interesting also is to sit here because I know you both very personally and it's really cool to see because part of this show that we're working on with Rich and everything is to show relations how we are in the same community as you. We pay the same tax dollars. We are part of this community. And to know that you still are being able to self-express yourself and be who you want to be and just show the world how special both of you are, I think is amazing. And well, I've I think known that my whole life. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, so we're going to oh. toot some horns here, folks. Hang tight. Toot, toot. <laughs> um, you know, and as we continue to go on, I know from our previous years of working, last few years especially, um, I want to talk about what is your thoughts on the current events in our nation. Hey, Max, Max I'm sorry to interrupt you. Oh, Be- yeah. Before you get into the really, really serious stuff, yeah. can no I ask, can I, I, all three of you, I want to yeah. ask a question. You have these, you, char- you call them characters, personas, Persona. yep. whatever. Yeah. Okay. Have you guys, would you guys ever branch out, create another persona, another, or, or do you stick with what you've got? Do you do you, do, you, do you think maybe I'll do I'll I'll do a show as as Lexi and then I'm gonna like run off and then I'm gonna come back and be somebody else? I will say I've actually had that moment because I think you guys have Ryan's told you the story how as Moxie is out of drag Craig, mm-hmm. um the whole Chet thing. <laughs> you guys know the story, <laughs> yeah. So Craig's persona, like or me Moxie outside of drag, is very like country kid like i wear ripped jeans flannels hoodies blah blah blah. it threw me off (laughs) i drive a pickup like you know and ryan he's got fox racing stickers on his well uh, you did on the truck you do and that for whatever reason i was just like he's got fox racing stickers on his truck like what so but you know one of the things that ryan and i have joked about is maybe i should be chet you know, Chet Brock. We have this running joke. It's Chet Brockman. Nice. And that's a I, super cool bro name. It is it a bro is. name. I'm, Chet I'm Brockman. Of this. Yeah. And I always thought it would be hilarious to not shave my goatee off. Because yeah. when I, in between drag and I have time, I will grow out a goatee. And that's usually how I look. And it's like, what if I don't shave that off and actually. Well, I think we should <laughs> save Chet. that for our role reversal show. Because that, that we is a topic that we, we keep talking about. We like to have themes for our so, shows. Not every place does. Yeah, but we yeah. usually try and have a theme. Okay. And when you said, have you ever switched your persona? or whatever, Yeah. We have had this conversation for a while now where all the queens would become kings. Okay. And all the kings would become queens. Wow. Wow. So mm-hmm. it would be like we all flip. So, so. Being in drag, but not in drag. 
Like, Bas- like kind of, like essentially, Victoria. right, right, right. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's still drag because it's going to yeah. be amplified and it's going to be in your face. Right, but like, right, right. Yeah, for for the for the queens to be more masculine and yeah. for the kings to be like the ultra, ultra feminine. feminine. You're just you're blowing my mind now. I so just, we like to do that. Yeah, we like to. <laughs> um, so I I personally have thought about it. I don't know about you two, but I have. I I haven't thought about it because my character has. Well, Lexi My is character, Lexi, yeah. You know, and and I, yeah, I just love her too much. She's no, you don't. You break up with her every time. I mean, we fight, <laughs> but what couple doesn't fight? It's fine. Yeah, true, <laughs> true. I would say for me, um, as hottie toddy, I definitely was way. I tried very hard to be way more masculine. Mm-hmm. Your viewers can't see this, but I am very well endowed in the chest area. <laughs> And it's really hard to tape that. Um, one of our kings is very less endowed in two of the other two, I should say. The other two don't have what I have. So they are very like able to just kind of either tape back or use a compression tank top. Um, whereas for me, it just looks more and more lumpy and like, okay, I get it. Like, I know that there's ways that you can make it all smooth, but I also have very sad skin that's allergic to everything. Um, and I remember I tried to duct tape them once and then taking the duct tape off. I had a rash all over here's, my chest, but here's that's a little TMI. Learn that. From, so here's the thing, Rich, and uh, for the viewers who are listening, you know, yes, it's an art form, but it's also a very painful yeah, art it form. It can you guys, be. You guys very so, clearly suffer for your art. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. There's, I mean, th- I remember the first time I ever duct taped a wig on where I wrapped duct tape around my head to hold my wig in place because I was doing all these like hair things and. I remember one of the kings, it wasn't you, um, had to help me get the duct tape off. And I it's the worst. I bawled because it hurt so bad yeah. ripping out all my hair. Oh. And now I'm learning how to do it without having right. that moment. Right. Yeah. Um, because with the art form, as you both can probably vouch for, is as the years go on, the more and more you do it, the more and more you learn. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. The yeah. tricks yep. and the things, like you said, you didn't contour the first time you did it. Neither did I. Like I, yeah. I had the most pastiest face out there and uh, the bright red lip or whatever. And I'm like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, look at from where we started to where we are now. Like, yeah. is it is it? Is the makeup and the things perfect? Absolutely not. No. But we continue to grow. It progresses. And it yeah. progresses and it gets better with each time. That And we've all learned from each other. I think that's the other thing that yes. I think mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, what I love about our little drag family is we all help and coach each other. We run things by each other. And, you know, the kings can teach us certain things. The queens can teach them certain things. And, you know... That's the beauty of being in this drag family and really seeing how, yes, we're performers, but you are a family. Mm-hmm. But even mm-hmm. outside of the performances, we're a family. Oh, like we are constantly, yeah. folks. I've just spent the last hour in this room with the, with these folks, and they are they, they are two brothers and a sister. I mean, this is this is <laughs> this is the real thing here. Yep. Yeah. 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 Like, we are constantly checking on each other. Phone constantly. Calls. Every day of the week or sometimes two or three times a week or just even, you know, like a group uh, text with everybody just. And I don't know about you guys, but I talk to the drag family more than I probably talk to my own family. (laughs) Like, yep, you know. Yep, that's fair. Yeah. And um, can I finish what I was going to say about my stuff, though? (laughs) Because we got really sidetracked, which is totally fine. But um, so originally it was very masculine and I tried very hard to be what I thought was very masculine. 
Um, but with Izzy Stunnin, I think I've definitely taken more of a feminine route with it. I wear a lot of spandex pants because I've got like short little stubby legs. And it's just the co- most comfortable to work in. So um, it's a lot of that. And then I stopped taping and I actually, I just wear a bra now. And that's just part, like, I'm not I'm not going to try and hide it. I do have a t-shirt that looks like a naked man chest that I like nice. to pull out every once in a while. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, no, people are just getting, like, maybe a lower, you know, an unbuttoned shirt and they can see my bra and that's about it. In a way. That's about it. I don't, I'm not a very um, risque yeah. performer. I don't show a whole lot of skin. But So in a way, would you categorize yourself more as a non-binary performer then? I just say performer at this point because okay. I don't. Like yes, non-binary isn't inappropriate, but I wouldn't I wouldn't categorize myself as that because I I still draw a mustache on and a beard and you mm-hmm. know um and still for the most part like again I do I do stuff that's a little more masculine but yeah I mean I'm not against it I'm not okay. for it but I'm not against okay. it. <laughs> answer that. Does that answer some of your questions? One hundred percent. I just wanted yeah, to yeah, finish that. that. Yeah. yeah, perfect. Cool. Um, and I think each person. I mean, it's different because it's performance. So literally, every person you talk to is going to have their own different take mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would think absolutely. so. Absolutely. Yes, yeah. absolutely. You can't really categorize art. And I will. And say, nor should you. Right, right. Nor should you. Just exactly. appreciate it. But exactly. I will say. I don't know if we've ever talked about this, but. I will say as an audience member, there are certain types of drag that I love to watch and ones that I don't love to watch. You want to go into that a little bit? We can. Oh, I what, what, what kind of drag do you not like to watch? So I get really creeped out when it's super, super hoary. Oh, okay. Like, I shouldn't say ho- okay, horror. Sorry, not hoary, but horror. 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 Scary. Like scary stuff. Like okay. spooky things. Like, I can handle a little bit here and there, but when... Like contortionist performers. Yeah, and they're like walking like the grudge girl or like, I mean, when I see a performer who has blood running down their mouth and like the teeth are falling out because it's part of their performance, like I'm like, okay, nope, it's I'm out, I'm out. I'm taking my one-way ticket to the Cher impersonator concert over there. Like that is me when it comes to watching shows. Um, I, I, I respect and I love all forms of it. But there are certain types that I like to watch more than others. What? Okay, so you like to share uh, in person? What else? What, what do you I like? I love seeing glitz and glam. Amen. Glitz and glam are yeah. like my favorite. A big I, giant costume is yes, my favorite. Like I like the horror stuff though, but I'm within a little reason. alt. Yes, within <laughs> reason I can do some horror. But oh, I like, like the blood. I love it. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, oh my god, that's too much. That's too much. That's too much. Um, but. You know, I think of the the Twin Cities, like you've gone to Union, you've gone mm-hmm. to um, Crave, like Crave. all those yep. places. You see a lot of similar looks, yep. but they all have their own persona. Absolutely. Like Izzy would say. And that's one thing that I love seeing. But when it's... Uh, Ryan calls me a prude. Yeah, <laughs> so when she is. I, He's I not am. wrong. I, I am a prude at times. Um, She's a Midwestern housewife. She is, least. though. It I makes am. sense. Yeah, right? yeah. She doesn't. I, don't you don't yeah. need me too risky, right. right? Come on. Like, and there's some shows that I've seen where there is nothing left to the imagination. There's yeah. nothing, and I'm like, okay, well that just happened. <laughs> but if you got, the, I mean, you got you got the nerve Again, to do it and the body that you want to show off with it. Like, no matter what your body looks like, then go get it. Absolutely, I, absolutely. I support it. I it. go do it. Do do your thing. I will praise you. 
But if I make a stank face, it's probably because I'm uncomfortable and it's a little too much for me. <laughs> but I still respect people. you and I still think your art is valid just like everybody else's. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that, yeah, I guess that's me. Think about that for a minute. So that particular performance might not be for you where it is for Izzy. Like, Correct. Absolutely. But you've watched that and then you kind of go back and you kind of process it and then you yep. think about it and you kind of go, you know, it was really cool that they could do the splits. Like, I wish I could, I could flip like oh, that or absolutely. I could do the splits like that. And then you just kind of, you know, you kind of lean into that particular performance and be like, yeah, I'd totally go do that again. Yeah. Kind of. Mm-hmm. I mean, this past year, total segue, me and you have learned a lot from traveling in Minnesota. You and I have grown this past a lot. year. Absolutely. And really learning tricks and tweaks that we could do to the shows that we've done and whether that's getting rid of an intermission i mean we learned that at one show and i was like that is genius Mm -hmm. that is genius like we're doing that and sometimes it's just those small things right because you and i are always trying to how can we be better like how can we be bigger how can we you know how do we execute this show to make it right good yeah right um so i totally see your point like it may not be my thing but it is someone else's thing and that's awesome and, and i that's, think that's like that's, that's part of the art world yep which is perfect like mm-hmm. like rich was saying earlier that you know when he first went to the gay night he was like Mm-mm, yep. don't come over here don't look at me don't give me those eyes don't touch me yeah well and to add to which that some fantastic. people just don't want to be in the spotlight you want to go watch it but you don't want to correct you know right yep. and yeah. the, Except that I've always been an attention whore, so I don't. I don't. Have <laughs> well, there's you that. You want it, but you yeah, don't want it. it. Um, but you know, I I definitely agree with that. You know, some people don't want that, and would, that's totally fine. Yeah, I would totally say fine. I appreciate all drag styles. I don't necessarily have a favorite or not. I think people that can do like crazy face shifting style makeup, though, where like they can make their face look like a dragon, I'm mm. always impressed by that. However, I will judge you on your lip syncing over everything else. <laughs> I am so, I won't lie. I judge That's so awesome. hard. You can have the cheapest costume or the most expensive costume or outfit or whatever, and I I don't care. Like mm-hmm. you're doing great. You're out there and you're doing it. I'm so glad but you're backstage. You, when I'm yeah, no kidding. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm like, you how many times have you judged that us? Song or like, and I get right. people mess up. Don't get me wrong. And there's tricks to get with that. The whole watermelon cantaloupe. Like if you don't know the elephant words, shoes, yeah. elephant shoes, because it's all the um, consonants. <laughs> so your mouth looks like it's doing it correctly. Um, but I have seen some performers where, and I, I'm sure it's probably anxiety or something. And I get that where they literally, they're so focused on trying to do like a step or some mm-hmm. a dance mm-hmm. routine of some kind that they literally stop lip syncing. Yeah. And and to me that's the that's the thing that everybody doing drag should be achieving. I don't care if you can do flips or splits or anything like that, I but you that. should you should be able to lip sync well and people should be able to tell what you're lip syncing. You have to over enunciate. It's much like doing theater. Yeah. You're you're mm-hmm. having yeah. to really overdo everything to really get out a good performance in my opinion i agree so now when you guys are doing that when you guys are lip syncing are you are you just mouthing the words are you, are you whispering i mean are, are, are you, how, how does that when work i'm not for you guys? near people i do whisper i have a tendency yeah. to do that um when i get closer to an audience member i stop whispering sure 
I would 100% agree with that. The other thing is if it's a super big banger that everybody's singing with you. Then anyways, I'm probably singing. Then I'm probably singing. Oh, I, yeah. I always try to sing with. Because I, I love it. Like for me, like can, I absolutely love. She can sing. Love. Yeah, so. you've got the no, legendary voice. Sing. So yeah. she does. She's no. got the voice. She can carry a tune. She <laughs> yeah. knows how to hit notes. But I would agree with you. Um, but you know, as someone who has messed up in a lip sync, it does suck in the moment. Oh, it. Ha- I've been there. I'm not it, saying like right. I'm not judging you on mess have. ups. We've I'm all saying been if, there. If I can see that you're putting minimal effort into the actual lip sync, right? I don't appreciate that. I'm not going to like call you out or anything though either. I really like, want to know what she thinks about us backstage. I, <laughs> I, I feel like we're we'll going to start your watching TikToks. and asking where she is every time. <laughs> <laughs> Izzy, we're going to, we're going to send these two out of the room and then you're going to tell me what Just, you think. Yeah. yeah okay. Yep. Right. Just Izzy's, uh, bash <laughs> Izzy's bashing corner. <laughs> well, on that note, let's talk about some other bashing that we've had. Let's do it. You know, throughout, the last few years that we've been doing, we've actually got a lot of hate too from. Ugh. Yeah. Gross. And, you know, I want to touch base on the current events that are happening in our nation and globally wise that is. And let's talk about the experiences that we've seen at our shows as far as protesters go. I know Lex and Izzy both were at the gospel show and that was Probably the most intense one that I've seen. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, it's probably the most intense one. Which was right here in Northfield, the gospel show. Yes. Mm -hmm. I was not at that show. Please tell me about it. Who wants to go first? I will have a I had the panic attack. Rich is going to have to edit so many swear words. (laughs) Um, You can do it. You can do this. So again, I very much so have city's mentality, okay? I don't have rural mentality. I don't have to worry about... Somebody knowing me and going and telling my mom something, number one, I don't care what your opinion is. Number two, I'm an adult. Um, so I've, I've never had to, I don't have the same fears that, uh, that I know many other people struggle with. Um, whether that's issues within their own like actual blood family that they're born into or what have you. Um, so to me, all the protesting has always been so unnecessary because I have the mindset of like, if you don't like it, then don't go to it. You don't need to be there then. I, Moxie loves country music. I don't hate country music, but I'm also not going to go to a country music concert with her because I'm not going to like it. You're like, not, no. You know, I'm going to be like, hey, go have fun. Like, I'll help yeah. bedazzle something with you if you want. I'll pick you up. <laughs> like, I'll drop you off. I'll right. pick you up. I'll bring snacks. Yep. But it's not my thing. And I... I've never, I mean, I comprehend, but I just don't understand, like, how you can't have anything better in your day to do than to go protest protest something because you don't like it. Yeah. Um, like, it's one thing to, like, you know, pro- protest, like, not being paid enough or whatever, but literally just based off an opinion because you don't like it based on whatever fear. your beliefs or your fear or, un, you know, unknowing of it is. I think it's important for people to try new stuff, but um, the gospel show in particular, what, and I, we should clarify, I think we always get more guff, let's say more protesters when we advertise or state it is family friendly or that kids are welcome. Yep. Correct. I agree with that. It goes into this automatic, creepy, like you're going to groom our children personally. You'll hear me say this in several situations i don't like kids the sound of children playing makes me upset 
Um, I want nothing to do with them. I'm awkward around them. I don't know how to behave around them appropriately. I swore at the Q&A. Yep, you did. we did with yep. children present where they were like, you can't swear. And I was like, I'm not going to swear. I'm not going to swear. I'm not going to swear. Swear. Like <laughs> while locking eyes with a kid and like telling myself in my head, like, don't swear. Don't swear right uh, yeah. now. And then I did. Um but, that we get the most guff for, I think, when children are involved. And I, again, my city mentality just goes, your parents have to be there with you, though. They're not alone with us. We're not doing yeah. a Bible camp sleepover. Like, well, you have to be present. And the other thing I was going to say is this show in particular, we also did in a church. That was and another it was kicker. a church, but I mean, what a, first of all, Northfield, what a cool freaking church that you have. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. Yes, Pastor Cindy Absolutely. over there. Cindy Pastor Cindy. Pastor Cindy. Pastor Cindy is amazing. Like solar lights on this church? Like for beautiful church to begin yeah. with. Like yeah. I love the structure mm-hmm. of churches, although I do not consider myself religious in any way, mm. um, but I can pre- appreciate architecture and just artistry in general. And then you meet like Cinder Pets. Pastor Cindy, Cinder Pasty. <laughs> Pastor Cindy. Totally fine. <laughs> My name is Izzy. And she's just such this warm-hearted, welcoming individual. And then I Beautiful learned about, soul. you told us about the motorcycle run that they, or the bike run or something that they do, or that. I'm struggling. Am I just memory. making up stuff now? I don't remember that conversation. Don't they do like a bicycle or a motorcycle run thing? Uh, for the first UCC? I don't uh, remember that one. I don't, Somebody told me something about that. I'm not aware of this, that. but it could be. I don't know. I, I don't might be mixing that. places up. Okay. Anyways. 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 Um, she's a very cool individual. Super cool. And, she's and amazing. they look like the, it And she's our like biggest, one of our biggest cheerleaders. They're doing so along much with good for their community. And I, like, again, if you don't like it, then don't go to it. I don't. Yeah. I just don't understand. I think you're not going to help anything by yelling at people. Nobody has ever learned anything by one being told to calm down right. or two right. being yelled at right, about right. something. You, like I, I, I'm a protester. I look at Mox and I say, you're going to hell. Which just happened. <laughs> of course. One gazillion times out of one gazillion times, whoever it is you're yelling that at isn't going to stop and think, oh my gosh. I'm going to go to hell. I'm going to change my entire life because that person just yelled at me. Yeah, right. you just told me that Correct. that's going to happen. That's so I really, I got to figure some stuff I think out. That's I, never That's worked. your opinion. And right. You're entitled to that. That's yeah. fantastic. And thank you for sharing that with me. Now, what I choose to do with that afterwards. Yep. Correct. Yep. Am I going to engage with that? Clearly not. Right. Right. You know, that's, that's you. You do you. And if you have to hold the sign and you have to scream that we're going to go to hell to and make you feel and better. All those things, yeah. Then, then do it. But like for me personally, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give you my time to be like, no. Why won't you just understand that this is art and this is what I'm doing? And yeah, I ain't got time for that. No, no. You have your opinion, and that's great. You can have your opinion, but stand over there. And though. it's generally very, it's religious. Yeah, stand over based. there in the corner and do what you got to do. Yeah. It's very religion based most of the time. The protesting that I've witnessed, it yep. is very based on your religious beliefs, fear, and the your the fears that you are taught in that religion. And again, not every, you know, the great part of this country is that we should be all, all should be able to practice whatever we want. As long as you are not harming other people, doesn't matter. We should, we should make the point real quick that not all religion condemns 
Correct. Not all religions right. do. It's no. just, it's just, but I'm it, not going to say it, a specific it, one does either because right. you know, it's, it's, it's not it's, just Christians. It's, it's not just right. But know, in our Muslims, current it's events, just. it's always been a religious. It fear. is yeah. always religious related or that they're adjacent. using yeah adjacent because they're using that aspect of like well the lord believes this is going to happen i'm just like your lord believes yeah. that that's going to happen i want to piggyback off of what you said though on when you said about kids that you don't like kids here's the thing as a drag artist and i don't know if you two feel this way you know i have nieces i have nephews they have been to our shows you have mm-hmm. hugged them they've been there they yes you know like that has I'm been true hit your kid in public. right but here's the thing. We're not doing it to groom children. We're doing it to make it known that it's okay to be who you are. Yes. That's Absolutely. why I agree to do show family or kid-friendly yes. shows is because, yes, my goal is to sh- hopefully one of them sees any of us and goes, oh, my gosh, that's so cool, and I want to do that. But we've had that. We have. We that. have. We've had, and we have. We did that. We did that we've actually at had a New very... London show. But I don't want to talk to them, and I don't want right. to like hang out with them after. Yeah, and I'm, we're not coming to your house to we've... you know hang out and play the Wii. No, right. I mean, that's, Moxie that's not... might do some fun stuff, like do a photo sesh yeah. or something. Yeah. But I'm not. I don't. Right. No, thank you. But like, I mean, we're like, hey, you're great. I give hugs. I can be appropriate sometimes. Yeah. But but no. we've definitely have had people come up to us and tell us that our show saved them that night, you know, or that they a couple of times, yeah. a couple of times. which is so cool in my opinion. Um, to, to know that. now my next question with talking about protesters and everything, have you ever had any encounters where you actually were super fearful in, in, in a protester situation? I know Lexi, you just said you can be over there. You can do that. I, have you ever had anybody directly just like right there? Like in my face, no. Okay. Um, on the corner, um, or somebody just you know making a snide comment or something. I, I clearly I've had that for sure. Okay. Um, I, again, that's that's your thoughts and that's your feeling, and mm-hmm. it it's sad that you have to use that to tear, to think that you're tearing me down, because you're not. I'm not letting that tear me down. Um, it, it may, um, I may accept it. Um, and I might be real quiet for about five, 10 minutes because I'm going to process, process that through my brain. Um, but am I going to just focus on that? And, and no, that's, that's your opinion. And that's great. You can have that. I don't want to take that away from you, Have you but ever... don't take away my, my Happy. thought and, and don't try to criticize me because this is what I choose to do. You might not like it, but I don't. I don't like that you're, you know, sitting at the at the at one of the bar shows that I did early on. You know, I don't like the fact that you're sitting at the bar, you know, eating mozzarella sticks, mm-hmm. wearing a deer costume. <laughs> Valid. <laughs> but so, I'm not going to come up to you and just be like, "Why are you wearing that? Yeah. Like, why are you doing that?" So, like, you... I have enough respect for you to be like, "All right, well, that was mm-hmm. your choice." I don't agree with that choice, Could but you, buy that you know, costume? like, why did you do that? But. So, question. So, you've never had anything like that? Has anybody ever directly messaged you, like, on social medias or anything like that and said anything? No. Okay. Is- not not that I can remember anyway. What about Izzy? Um, not with our groups, per se, but um, I have dressed up in drag, like, just for fun before and, like, gone out. And um, in one of those times, I was, like, kind of... Um, I was outside smoking from a venue and I was kind of like cornered and then got like 
like kind of aggressive questions from people and then just like literally being in a corner of a wall with like yeah. all these people around you like that was very intimidating okay um and especially when it's multiple people versus just a one-on-one but if it's me in a one-on-one situation i am generally again city mentality i'm not scared because i'll probably fight you my husband's got bail money valid <laughs> valid um Papa i'm not worried about a record okay I'll just say um online i the only weirdness that i have experienced is uh I actually, when I was hotty toddy, I got like yelled at via Facebook by another performer who had the name hotty toddy, oh. but they were spelt differently. Oh, yep. Yep. I remember that. And they were just like, you can't use this name. Blah. Mine's on the King Registry. So fun fact, if you're into becoming a drag queen um, on Facebook, there's a page called Drag Kings Unite and there is a registry list where you can put your drag king name on. Oh, and it's for the whole world. It's like a Google Doc. Interesting. Um, so if you're very particular about your name, you could do that, but it's not official. Anyways, they yelled at me about my name, and that was probably more aggressive than anything else I've experienced. But I will say, again, Northfield was the most aggressive protester. The gospel show yep. was the most. And again, not that I'm, like like I said, I'll always fight a person just because. <laughs> uh, but they, I, my worry, and again, I say I don't like kids, but these people were literally screaming at children. Yeah. Like, and their parents. Well, and yeah, their parents. As they were walking in. Whether it was towards the parents and not the kids, but like, you're literally yelling at me for mm-hmm. performing Justin Timberlake's like, um, happy song from Trolls, <laughs> fully yeah. dressed in front of kids while you are t- screaming at them and their parents while they're trying to walk into this and mm-hmm. telling them that they're terrible and that god doesn't love them and all this stuff like you're the monster here i'm not in my opinion i agree with that that's absolutely you're gonna try and protect children and then literally yell profanities at them while they're walking in that's not your mo yeah that's not uh (laughs) that's not very (laughs) that's it's not very christian it is not it's very um interesting to me to see that that is typically the type of people that are spouting all this and i was brought up semi-catholic and i don't remember being taught any of these like really aggressive rules that all of a sudden get pulled out but but on a high note with the gospel show the turnout the it was love, so fun it was probably one of my most favorite memorable shows the gospel show is definitely oh. in my my top five of favorite shows absolutely because it was so unique it was so different and it had so much heart to it yes like we well, all even just from the pe- from yes. the congregation is that the audience right word? too you could audience, say audience whatever congregation yeah the people that actually attend the church on a regular basis mm-hmm. like they were so welcoming and they were all just so kind and just happy to be there and you could just see how much they enjoyed it or at least they played it off like they did really well yeah um, so it was the one of the, the more welcoming that was, venues I'll say that we've yeah. done and that was great. It was it was really it was a great experience. So to end on like a happy note after all of that topic, if you could give one advice to a younger person or someone who wanted to start drag, the art of drag, what would that one thing that you would say to them? I'll go first. Um, I would say just, you know, if you have Internet access, YouTube makeup. 
You just, all the, just drag makeup, search bar, put it in YouTube, find videos, watch them, and then practice on yourself. Um, I get people that'll ask me, like, can you do my makeup for me? Because yours looks really good. No, I can't. Because I'm, number one, not a professional makeup artist. You're going to look like, like, if I did Moxie and Lexi's makeup, they're going to look like the exact same person. Because that's all I know how to do. Um, But just keep playing around with it. Um, And, you know, if you were like me when you were young and you were already lip syncing in your room and not knowing it and making... Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> Lizzie, Lizzie It was oh. like Britney Spears oh, together, like in sync and Backstreet Boys were my, you know, mm-hmm. so that's where I think I went king with it. Cause I just love in sync and Backstreet Boys so much. And I like, I did makeup dance routines mm-hmm. and I would lip sync and I'd, my poor mom had to like watch, watch me and be like, mom, <laughs> mom, sit down. I know you're that's really busy so and on funny. the phone with your friend right I now, but like, that. watch me do that's this. That's good like, advice. Yeah. That's yeah. really good advice. If you like doing that, then I encourage you to try drag. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to get in costume for it. Like, again, it's a beautiful, it's an art thing. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I did it because I just really, I really like to perform. I'm a bit of a, bit of a clown that way. Yeah. And if you like that, then try it out. Um, but yeah. makeup wise, just YouTube. Yeah. All the YouTube. Or watch other artists. If you know them. Yeah. If you know them. Well, that's on YouTube. Continue yeah. to learn yeah. and giving, giving yourself grace. Is that your? Love. Is this your advice? Yeah. Give yourself grace and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Learn your song and enunciate. We got that from <laughs> well, your last statement. Clearly, <laughs> Izzy wants you to enunciate. It's totally yeah. fine. But just remember, like the first time that you do it, it's not going to be perfect, and it's okay. And that's totally no okay. How much the 18th just, time you do it. Well, or even the 18th time. I mean, I still do it and still question like every time. And Mox can attest to this. I, I am my own worst critic. And, yeah. and and Mox can tell you that each show that I do, I criticize pretty much everything I do. Every single thing. Every little word that comes out of my mouth. Every oh, your tone, I didn't do like this. your nails, your lips, everything. Like I you, didn't like the way this transitioned, and mm-hmm. but it's a learning thing, and so just keep that in mind, and just remember to give yourself grace and love as you keep. keep and doing don't. It. I think my biggest advice for this segment is start off small. Don't go out and spend hundreds, if not thousands of dollars to start this journey. Yeah, you don't, yeah. You don't need to do go that. Go to the thrift, thrift store, store or drugstore makeup. That's okay. I think Borrow that, a gown. Yep, borrow. Yep. I think the biggest thing to take away from this episode that I want you all to know is to infuse yourself if you're ever going to try drag. Try to incorporate somewhat of who you are. Yep, absolutely. Because mm-hmm. it's self-expression. Mm-hmm. Pick so, a song you really, really like that resonates. That sounds like fantastic advice because that, that's authentic. It right? is. And that's how you mm-hmm. make the make the whole thing work, right? Yep, exactly. Yeah. So. All right. All right. And now it's time for Letters with Moxie. For our new listeners, this is the, uh, the the segment of the show where Moxie and her friends will dispense advice on on whatever you, anyone wants to write in and ask about. These questions today actually pertain to drag, which yes. is convenient because so does the show. Here we go. Dear Moxie, as a fan of the art of drag, my coworkers and I have some questions that revolve around performance along with technique. What are your go-to songs, and how do you pick the music you perform? 
And as we all have moments in life, what are some of the big bloopers you had in your drag career? Sincerely, inquisitive minds want to know. Ooh, that's a good one. That is a good one. I think think my go-to blooper that always happens to me no matter what, and y'all are going to yell at me, is my dang eyelashes. Yeah. My lashes always fall off because I'm sweating too much. And I'll end up with eyelashes that are literally like this. They get stuck all weird on your face. <laughs> they do. And I remember one sh- one show that we did. It happened to me. And I couldn't see because of the dang spotlight. Mm-hmm. And I was doing Adele. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to be this stoic person. Could not see. I ended up on the floor of the stage face up to the ceiling. Because I could not see. <laughs> And I had an eyelash here and an eyelash here. And I, long story short, I got yelled at by the entire cast because I used nail glue to glue them back on so they would not move my face. Oh, my God. That's not safe. It's not safe. Don't recommend it. Do not put nail glue on your eyes. Um, Fun fact. I think the other thing, as far as go-to songs, J-Lo. You like a lot of J- well in country. That's your in thing country. In country, like, I do a lot like of country. To bring the country but J Lo is like my favorite one to do because of that outfit that I have for it. I just love that outfit. But I would say, other than that, I do a lot of country. A lot of Shania Twain. A lot yep. of Shania Twain. Yep. 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 Um, go ahead, Lexi. Go to songs. So I don't know. I'm kind of a '70s queen. I like the disco things. I like the big disco balls and all the yeah. lights. Um, I like I like an array of music. I like the 80s. I like the 90s. I like the 2000s. Um, it, songs for me, when I choose my songs, it kind of depends on the show that we, because as we mentioned earlier, that we try to kind of have a theme to our shows. Um, I think the one show that we did for uh, New London, we did, it was the 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, and Current. today's yep show that we did it was too much um, it was we should have just done 70s and 80s like we and should 90s, not have just done, done 70s six and 90s, different decades it, it was, was a lot it was a lot it was i will fun. say that's another thing that we do as a drag fun. cast is we add too many numbers we all have so many numbers well, we and so pick many, oh. a theme and then we keep expanding on it like it that's the problem. i suggested yeah. the last one of 60s 70s 80s and then it was like what about the 90s well what about the 2000s <laughs> and then it was just like you guys i'm just, i was trying to make a spoof off of the you know old radio stuff of like join us now in 60s 70s 80s and today you know yeah. like casey Kasem, tune in 80s, live 90s, yeah. Yeah. Love it. Come on. and then um, our younger people were just like but then i can't do britney spears Oh, it's I know like, who you're pointing that shush, one at. Shush. Um, Calm down. <laughs> you do Britney every other time. <laughs> okay, she knows well, who she is. Yeah. She, you know who you are. You know yeah. who you are. Um, Bloopers are for me. Um, I believe it was the second show that we had ever done um, at the spot in Fergus. D- yeah. <laughs> it was a, I was hosting because I typically am the host of the shows. Um, I literally brought a performer on and I think I had three minutes um, because their song was about three minutes to go change to be ready because I was the next performer. I made it happen. We did this. It worked. It was totally fine. Um, I had, as it's been said before, I'm all about the sequin dresses um, and I had put my wig on and it was a longer curly wig. <laughs> I, it didn't um, in, in the process of trying to um, get ready. Um, it wasn't clipped oh, no. all the way. 
and it got wrapped around the little sequins oh. on the back of my dress. And I think I, I don't even know what I tried to do with my head. I think I tried to whip my hair or something. But instead of the hair actually whipping, the hair was so entangled with the rhinestones in oh, the back no. that it pulled the wig off completely. Oh. Yep. The running joke also with Lexi is that she always loses her wig. Always. Always. I just have, can't keep one on. I have fixed that. Well, that's because I try to do these flips. But we that's learned, the other thing. She's the one who can do backhand springs and all this other oh, stuff. She's very athletic yeah. for how old she is. That's why she has nice legs. <laughs> but talk about how old I am, which is something that was pointed out at the last show. I she's think, got that we the all best legs and she's the most athletic and, and she she's the, the oldest. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, the entire room just went dead silent and there was a people don't know what to do they're like oh, are we not supposed to see this <laughs> should we all look Correct. away now imagine yourself as a performer going oops <laughs> there, i'll just say that there were very colorful thoughts and words going through my mind going what do i do <laughs> that's that we got a really cool that, picture out of that though that we I did. did print off for you um yeah. he's got he was on the table i think i was on a table yep and he's and he's all glitzed out he's got the microphone and then at this particular venue there's this huge chandelier that looks from the angle of the photo it looks like it's his crown. Like, oh, it's so yeah. pretty. Yeah. And, it, yeah. It was perfect. And, and I, I just chose to carry one. on. But that was probably my biggest blooper. Mm-hmm. What about your bloopers? Um, so I have a couple. <laughs> the one that comes to mind right away, again, one of our first performances. I don't remember if it was the first show or the second show. Um, so Izzy Stunnin uh, chose being a king because I don't like high heels. Um so I tried to put wedges in some sneakers because I had short man syndrome and I wanted to be six foot eight. Um, so I thought, I'm going to put wedges in my sneakers. To. Yep. And I can't walk in heels like more than an inch and I'm, I'm, I'm done. Um, so the stage setup that we had at the time, I, I freaking rolled my ankle. I biffed Ooh. it. I like slid off this stupid wedge that I put in my shoe. Um, Biffed it again. Crowd goes silent, uh, and I just popped right back up. And I was like, "We're gonna muster through this." Um, there have been also been times where I have like a wardrobe malfunction. I like to try and do as many like jacket reveals as possible for some reason. That <laughs> seems to be my mm, new I wonder where you get thing. that from. <laughs> um, so I'll come out in one coat, and then I take that one off, and it's like a sparkly one. I'll take that one off, and there's like a different type <laughs> underneath. Um, and usually, you, you know, like the the jacket will get stuck on something, or mm-hmm. I have um, tear away like Adidas pants that don't always like unbutton quick enough. Those are usually kind of blooper esque. But what I do, at least in that, is I just laugh. Like everybody knows I'm not actually performing this song. Right. Just like if you know Christina Aguilera were to biff it on stage at her own concert. I mean, I would hope number yeah. one, she's not super injured. But then number two, that's all you can do is get up and keep. Keep going. Like yeah, you going, said, going. You, just, you, you gotta recover. You, you, gotta it's recover. gonna look worse if I run away crying right, right. and leave them with the yep. rest of my song yep. that that no most people don't know my music selection. So <laughs> like I'd rather be there to kind of show you my intuitive right. part of it. Um you just, and then, you just own it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You just kind of own that. And then as far as music, I had mentioned earlier that I I do like to perform a lot of Ashniko songs um because i think she's quite fluid in her music um 
She has a particular song called Daisy, where she has a line of F being a princess, I'm a king. And I, I've heard that song long before being a king. And that was kind of one of my inspiration things, too, is I was like, I don't want to be a princess. I don't want to be a queen. I want to be the king. I want to be the top notch. Like, I'm the one in charge. Um, so I do a lot of her stuff. Otherwise, I just, whatever song that I'm really into at the time that just, again, brings out that, like, very confident vibe, that's what I tend to pick. But I am also a big fan of, like, reliving my 90s youth and doing some insane or Backstreet Boys. That's nice. awesome. Yeah. Question number two. Mm-hmm. Dear Moxie, as a recently new drag artist fan, I have loved watching RuPaul's Drag Race, and I even text my friend asking many questions. Something I don't understand is why are there no drag kings? Why is it that mainstream media is covered with drag queens, yet we hardly see many from the kings category? I come from a more conservative family background, but over the years I have learned and grown to expand my world. With your art form, where would you like to expand and grow for the future? And along with growth comes backlash. What do you do to protect your home life and your drag persona in a world where people continue to fear such loving people as yourself? With love, Mother Goose got a new pair of shoes. That third question is like, well, first of all, you've been talking about it a lot, but like yeah. that's, a, that's a whole show right there. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, well, welcome to the art of drag, number one. So you're <laughs> becoming a fan. Um Izzy, let's have you talk about the king situation because you're very boisterous on this topic. There aren't enough kings represented anywhere. Um, TBH, I think that it honestly kind of has to go with we have a male-dominated society. And, I mean, when you look at RuPaul's Drag Race and stuff, those are all men. Those are all men running Mm -hmm. that stuff, whether you dress up like a woman or not. Like, you know, and again, if you identify alternately then that's fine too i'm not judging you on that i'm just saying like we have a male run world Mm -hmm. and i think that has happened with drag um there are other shows there's so there's an if you like rupaul's drag race but you want to see a little more diversity i would encourage you to watch it's called dragula um the root I don't yeah. remember their names. It's the, the brothers. Bo- Bullet Brothers. Is that Bullet. right? Bullet. Bullet Brothers. Ba- it's on Shudder, right? It's on Shudder. I think they had some episodes on Hulu. Yeah, it was on Hulu for a little um, bit. That is much more alternative drag. You're not going to see what's known as um, Pretty. pageant or fishy queens. They're not wearing ball gowns. These are the ones that are spitting blood out of their mouth and like piercing their arm on stage. And, yeah. Um, coming Very, out with like Cybertronic. I mean, the creativity in it is oh, so great. Ultimately, beautiful um, stuff. But it is the first show to actually feature. They actually King. featured Kings um, several times on mm-hmm. different seasons of that show. I don't know if any of I them won. I think one won. Land Insider. I thought. Did they I thought, win? I thought they won. Okay. I can't remember. Um, they go won. check out the show. <laughs> yeah, check that out because it's a really cool show. Um, Land Insider, I think, won one season. but um, And there, there's a bigger history to drag kings than people realize. Women have been dressing up like men for forever. Um, and vice versa, really. Yeah. I mean, we've mm-hmm. all been doing all the things for forever. It's yeah, nothing really new. Victoria, et cetera. Yeah. Um, I, and I think just because the queens have become normalized with drag, that's what people want to see. 
um, I, yeah, I, I, I would just encourage to be, have more Kings. And the thing is too, is like, you can be a man and still be a drag King. You yep. don't have to be a drag queen if you want to perform drag. Again, it goes um, back to do what makes you happy and what you want to do with your art form. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I always think of Elton John. I think of Liberace. Yeah. I think of, you know, these dudes that growing up, I did not realize they were gay. I was just like, look at all the sparkles. Right. You know, like yeah. most kids are. Just look at the sparkly, shiny thing. Um, didn't know that anything about their sexuality. But we have um, Murray Hill is another big drag king that's fairly well known, I would think. Um, and is also on another TV series. Dra- is that Drag Me to Dinner? Yeah, I think he hosts yep. that one. Drag Me to Dinner on Hulu. On Hulu, which is a really cool show where they have to. It's drag people cooking, yep. and they and have to like parties. host a party yeah. and come up. Yeah, it's really. Neil fun. Patrick Harris, I think, produced it. Yep. Yeah. And then the other name I'll drop is Apollo Infinity. I believe they have been on. Some shows, I don't know which ones because I'm really bad at like consistently watching TV shows, but they they are on Facebook and oh my gosh, their looks are amazing. Um, I just think drag kings have such a very cool artistic form and medium because of what they do to their paint when they paint their faces and how they the change chest the contour, the like chest the people that can like, tape and like make an eight we, pack. Right. We do our faces, I but I can't imagine trying to do your body. Yeah. Um, so I, I do agree with that question as far as, um, why don't you, because why don't we need we more, more of you to start dressing up and, yeah. and do it. So, um, as far as the other question was to protect myself in my home life, um, well, one, I'm a drag queen, so I actually get to remove all this so then I can go back out into the public. So that's kind of a cool thing. Um, the other thing that I always try to do is try to make sure my husband and I and our dogs are, you know, the doors are locked, everything. Like, you you just really kind of, like, are very simple things that you take care of. I have, you know, security cameras, like a ring doorbell and stuff like that. And I think safety doesn't just come from being a drag queen. It comes from just being a human in our today's society. Like we all have to be safe and we all have to look out for each other and make sure that no one gets hurt. We have a lot of, I have a lot of guns in my house. (laughs) (laughs) My husband likes them more than I do. Um, I would rather like poke people with, with, uh, swords. And to end, I, and have, to, I have a fencing sword and a spear that like I hide in the house so oh that gosh, I can use against funny. people. I think also to answer the very last question to that letter was where do I want to expand and grow for the future? I think we're already doing it. Crushing it. I mean, we're now on KYMN and going from there. So (laughs) I think you hit KYMN, you hit the big time. I think I really want to continue to tour throughout the Midwest and continue to grow and really bring art forms to smaller towns. Because one thing that Izzy and Lexi and the crew that we work with, we have performed in towns of 400. We have gone to very small towns and we have sold out places multiple times. And I think if we can continue to do that, to bring more awareness, inclusivity, and um, really making sure that everybody can be seen and that everybody is welcome in these spaces, I think that's what I want for the future. That's that's the big thing. Is that's that, the big thing. 
We very much so want to create a space that you can feel welcomed and loved and you can Not to let mention your forget. hair down. And that is, that is one thing that I specifically state in the beginning of any show that I've ever done. Mm-hmm. Um, this time and this space is not about did you pay your power bill? Um, yeah. What is that person in the corner going to think of me? Who cares? This is about you just letting go. Yeah. Let go have fun, be obnoxious, stand there and dance if you want to. Like, nobody's going to judge you in this room. And that's, just have a blast. Just be your authentic self and have a blast. And whatever's happening in your personal life, leave it at the door. Absolutely. Forget about it for a little while. Because today and in this space is for you to just be true and authentic. And who doesn't need that? And that's what drag is all about. Absolutely. True and authenticity. So, thank you guys for being on the show. Thanks for oh my having gosh, us. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Very, this has been great. Very fun experience. So, it's been really fun. Did you learn anything? Did I learn anything? Oh my <laughs> gosh. I should have been taking notes. I'm going to have to go back and listen right? to this and just exactly. process everything. It's I feel like we really, should... It's been really fun just to watch the three of you interact, though. I mean, it, you, you guys, it's very clear how tight you guys are. It's really mm-hmm. awesome to see that. Chosen family. Chosen family, which yeah. is another huge thing that, you know, means a lot to me. And I don't know for you guys, but you guys are my children. I hate you. I don't want to be anywhere you're, near you you're guys anymore. You're getting thrown down the stairs when we get oh, back home. Just um, kidding. But you guys are my chosen it's family. A it, it's a huge deal. And it I is. don't think a lot of people understand what chosen family really means. But it, it's people who love you unconditionally and who support you in all your forms. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Yep. So thank you for being on the show today. Thank, thank, thank you. you. All right. All right. Uh, we we uh, end these shows with another uh, song of your selection, Mrs. Moxie, and you got a good one. I do have show. a good one. And because this is our drag episode, I actually told it. Because this is our drag episode, I chose a drag artist yeah. um, who actually I have met. Really? Um, I got to meet her a few years ago. Her name is Ginger Minge. She is from Orlando, Florida. Um, she competed on RuPaul's Drag Race and she, I just love her name. I love her name too, but I also love her because she can sing. She can act. She's not the greatest dancer, but she can dance. Um, and she's touring the nation. She's done the world. She's on the work, the world tour right now. I think over in Glasgow is where they're at right now. Um, but she writes from the heart and this song really hit home for me because, um, when I think about my childhood and growing up and how hunting or sports or anything was like shoved down my throat, it's like, yes, I tried it. I did it, but it just wasn't right. And now growing up to be who I am and being a drag artist and being true and authentic, authentic, authentic. Oh, good Lord. I came tongue tied. Um, you know, listen to that song. And when they talk about walking tall, yeah. we, we all have to do that in our daily day life because mm-hmm. life is hard. And, you know, there's bad days and there's good days, but we just have to walk tall and carry on. So I hope you enjoy the song as much as I do. So, folks, that's uh, this uh, edition of Out in the Open with Mrs. Moxie. We are here every first Monday of the month and we'll be back. Oh, real quick. um, This weekend, this weekend at the uh, Northfield Arts Guild, you got something going on. All three of you have something going on. Not this weekend. Nope. Not this weekend. It's rehearsals this weekend. No, 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 no. This is airing on the 4th of December. 
Oh, oh, yes, 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 that is this weekend. Okay, this weekend. Let's give a let's give a break real quick, Mm, (laughs) and everybody freeze and freeze. This weekend, you have something going on. We do. We actually are heading back to the Northfield Arts Guild Theater here in town, and we are putting together Christmas at the Rainbow Diner, which is starring a drag king, Izzy Stunnen. It's not starring. I'm featured. You're the star here. We're all stars, honey. And then we have Lexi D. Yes. And we have Mr. Moxie and I are all on stage doing a very special Christmas special that we help create together so it should be really fun i am it's going to be a blast very excited to come hang out in northfield again and yeah perform for everyone and yeah it'll be awesome so thank you all for tuning in again i have a special request for uh, 2024 that you uh, expand your show to two weekends so those of us who are leaving town for a weekend can come back and see the show the following weekend or something i we got to get the cast to be able to come down that's the problem (laughs) Is there going to yeah. be like a dress rehearsal or something or that, that I can maybe yes. sneak into? All right. Cool. Whatever. So thank you again for tuning into Out in the Open with Mrs. Moxie. And this has been our show all on drag with my lovely special guests, Lexi D and Izzy Stunnen. So I will see you next time. XOXO. This is us. Daddy gave me a baseball bat, little league NASCAR, all of that. Wouldn't let me fall far from that tree. But everything I ever wanted was in the back of Mama's closet. And when they weren't looking, that's where I'd be. And no, they didn't understand. I was always going to be my own kind of man. You gotta carry on, you gotta find your own way You don't know the strength that you're made of Cause when they say you're wrong, you just stand up straight And if the world is trying to make you feel small You gotta walk tall Mm, Walk tall Never thought that I was smarter than anyone back in that old holler But I knew enough to know what's wrong or right Folks say that I've been falling, turned my back, ignored my calling But I just went out looking for a better life And no, I didn't understand That I'd become the woman that I am When they say you're wrong, you just stand up straight.